Welcome to the Destination Mouse Podcast, hosted by Logan Lanoue, Disney travel expert and owner of Destination Mouse, an authorized Disney vacation planner. Subscribe to learn weekly insider tips and tricks to your next Disney vacation, as well as keeping you up to date on all the parks and resort news so you are prepared for the magic. We're ready to make some memories. Are you? Hello and welcome to the Destination Mouse podcast. I'm your host, Logan Lanoue, owner and agent at Destination Mouse, an authorized Disney vacation planner. In this episode, I'm joined by Destination Mouse agent, Aaron Obiel. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hi, Logan. Thanks for having me. Anytime. So guys, today on our show, uh, we're going to be covering the biggest Disney news topic as of late, and I'm not talking about the 50th anniversary uh, but we're going to be talking more about Disney's Genie service. We recently have gotten some more information and some new updates in regards to the service and, and, and things like that, that we would really like to elaborate more on our previous podcasts and kind of give you a little more education on, on what's really going down. So uh, just sit tight, enjoy as Aaron and I dive into this topic. So Aaron, just curious off the top, have you been to Disneyland and experienced Max Pass ever? No, I have not been to Disneyland. So, were you? Uh, but I, obviously, you've been an agent for a while, so at least you were familiar with Max Pass and and all that stuff prior to. Yes, cool. I am familiar with Max Pass, and I heard that it's great and people love it. I absolutely loved it way more than Fast Pass Plus. So I'm very happy that we're getting Genie. I think I'm Genie Plus. I think I'm one of the few people on the internet who's okay with all this uh there is a lot of entitled people in the comment section on a lot of posts that i've seen as of late so um first things first i want to tell people that disney genie is free everybody's talking about it costs money and everything yes there are versions that do cost money but the main heart of the addition to the my disney experience app the, the disney genie is free um and i think people skip over this part so much so i'd like to really kind of focus on 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 the disney genie non-plus i guess we can call it disney genie minus um <laughs> you know just kind of talk about that and and get people some understanding on what it provides just baseline if you don't pay anything every client of ours is going to get this no matter what um and the first one is a big hitter to me it's a personalized day planner and I know as, as vacation planners, we tend to do a lot of this. And so this kind of takes a large portion off of our plate. Do you agree, disagree, want to elaborate? Oh, yeah. No, I'm very excited about the day planner part and just not having to pre-plan everything down to the minute. And it's going to give guests the availability to, you know, be more spontaneous throughout their day, which is going to be a good thing. Absolutely. Cause I, I do have some of those clients who like, I want minute by minute. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I can tell you this and I'm, I'm usually right, but I could be dead wrong on wait times. Um, the next thing is, is a real time tip board, you know, as well as forecasted wait times. So again, the whole spontaneity thing, you can look at it like, well, you know, there, this line's probably going to be a lot longer in two hours. We should hop in it now versus later or, Actually, nobody rides this during the 3 o'clock parade, so we can go do that at this time instead. Um, and then 
I'm trying to think what a, it, it's fluid during the day as well, right? Because all of this stuff is going to change as Disney gets data throughout the day. But it also includes uh, restaurant wait list and check-ins, which I thought was interesting because I didn't realize it was in there. Um, I know, you know, since we've started the pandemic, the, the restaurants have done a lot of this wait list stuff. Um, I, I noticed a lot of it in Disneyland when I was out there and I see it's happening a lot at World as well. So even though, you know, there may not be reservations at, at a dining restaurant, you can still join a wait list in case an, a, a reservation opens up during the day, which I think is really cool. And you used to have to go to the restaurant and check in with the hostess and get on the wait list and they would text you or whatever. But now you can do it in the app from anywhere in the park, which I think is really cool, as well as check into your dining reservation in the app. I don't know if it's proximity based or you can do it from anywhere in the park. Like, yeah, I'll be there in 10 minutes kind of situation. Uh, my kids fussy, get me a table as soon as I get there kind of situation. Cause I know that happens to me. Um, but yes, did you know this was in there? Cause this wasn't in any of the training I've had or any of the training I remember, I should say they, they may have covered it and I'd missed it, but yeah, no, I don't remember them saying anything about the restaurant um, portion of it. And so we went to Disney World in September right. and there were availabilities at the check-in stands in each individual restaurant that people could, but being able to do it from the app is going to be really yeah. convenient. And I think Disney likes that too, because they're more likely to book up those empty spots and make money, <laughs> you know, right. um, then there's this virtual assistant, which I'm not sure exactly what this is. But I think it's like a text genie slash Siri slash Alexa, whatever, you know, where you can ask it questions and it has, you know, some algorithm that pukes out some responses. Uh, that, I can't wait to see what it is. Um, I definitely want to try some of this stuff out when I go in November to see what's so different. Um, and then there's things that's always been on there, you know, mobile order, virtual queue, uh, and dining reservations. Um, another thing that Disney Genie does uh, automatically for everyone is reduce times in line while keeping in mind guests' top picks. So the way this whole personalized day planner thing works is, you know, if you're spending a day in Magic Kingdom and the whole theme is you have a daughter, right? And the whole theme is just princess stuff, right? You can kind of check these themes off in the Genie and, and it's pretty much going to keep you in Fantasyland and, and tell you like, uh, no, don't ride this one right now. Wait, you know, come back later, go do this instead and stuff like, which honestly, it's kind of like having us like, cause I get these texts all the time when people are on vacation, Logan, here's the wait time for this. Should I get in line now? And then I have to open up my Disney experience app and look at the wait times everywhere. Else. I was like, yeah, no, go do this first and then come back. You know, uh, you know, Peter Pan's flight may be 35 minutes and that looks long, but it's going to be 90 by the time you get off of Haunted Mansion. So go ride that first and then go do Haunted Mansion. Um, you know, that, and I, I think it'd be pretty cool that, you know, if, and Disney, the cool thing is Disney's going to do this better than anyone else simply because they have so much data, right? Because they know who's coming before we come now because we have park reservations, you know, so they know who's starting the day there. And then they also know how many people have hoppers and they're going to figure out some number on, on average on how many people is going to hop over and, and stuff like that. So I think with that data, they, they're going to be more accurate than a lot of, a few of other companies who already do this kind of thing and charge an annual fee to do it as well. Um, so it's, I'm hopeful. Obviously I think there's going to be kinks in the beginning. I think it might take 
a little bit before this is really kicks in. So I think, you know, I don't know your experience a couple of weeks ago, whenever you went to Disney World, uh, were the posted wait times longer or shorter than your actual wait times? The posted wait times were longer. I think that's we didn't wait as long as they said. And I think that's going to stay for a while. (laughs) Simply (laughs) simply because they'd rather you be like, well, I got line is 45 minutes long, but only waited 30. That's great. You know, versus it's 30 minutes. Why the heck was I in line 45? So I I think that's going to stick around until they have better data and more data and they can kind of figure this algorithm out. But, um, and the next thing they say that Jeannie's going to do is, is that's pretty interesting. Is going to pace the day with experiences guests will enjoy and haven't already done yet. Um, that may pose a problem to some clients, you know, because uh, if my kid wants to ride the carousel thirty-seven times, my I'm putting in Jeannie, and my kid wants to ride the carousel thirty-seven times. Uh, so I don't see. I guess that makes sense, you know. For I guess for the parent who wants to be that completionist vacation, you know person who wants to do everything that they can in one visit um who knows it might even spark me to go to attractions that i write off and i just don't want to experience anymore um but i think it's all this is doing is spreading the peanut butter right it's just putting people where people not normally are and just kind of making everything a little bit better um but apparently it, it will calculate your existing plans so like dining reservations park hopper preferences that's, that's they want that information they want to know where you're going to go when you hop but also uh if you have um the extra magical experiences or whatever fireworks cruises or bibbity bobbity or uh cirque du soleil and things like that um so with all that being said do you think first off do you think this is going to work <laughs> let me ask you that just the baseline genie stuff <laughs> I 100% think this is going to work. Disney, you know, they know what they're doing with this kind of stuff. And I think one of the things that I'm most excited about is that it will incorporate your other plans. So it knows that you have a dining reservation at seven o'clock. So no, don't go get in line at 630. So I wonder like whenever you get into like the whole genie plus and, and individual lightning lane passes, if it's not going to let you buy them, if you have a dining reservation at the time you're trying to buy, <laughs> like, or use a fast pass or lightning lane pass, God, I'm going to torture that. Say that for <laughs> years. But now it has me, it has me thinking like of what ifs, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Oh. Like even, I think even if, you know, there's going to be less people with expedited passes, lightning lane, right? Um, because less people are, are there's going to be less simply because not everyone's going to buy Genie Plus or Individual Lightning Lane. In theory, that would make standby wait times longer. As At least that's what people think. Um, I think it's going to keep wait times the same, mostly because there hasn't been that for a year now, and wait times have been pretty low. Um, simply because I think in the past, there were so many people with fast passes for these attractions that it made standby move slower, therefore longer, even though... There were less people in it. Um, so I'm hopeful that, you know, it spreads the peanut butter enough where no wait time is going to be, ex- you know, astronomical, like universal or, you know, something like that, you know, Velocicoaster eight-hour waits or, you know, things. Yeah. <sighs> I, don't, I don't like that. But, you know, I, 
obviously this is all to be determined, right? This is going to happen in seven days, a week from today, this is going to happen. So this is being recorded Tuesday night on the 12th. So by the time you guys hear this, you know, on Wednesday, it'll be six days before all this gets started. Um, so that's the free stuff. And I honestly think that's actually, it's actually a really good value. And I really do think it's going to help the overall park experience. So let's talk about some of the things people aren't so excited about. Uh, first, before we get into this, because I've already covered this a little bit on a previous podcast, what are your thoughts about uh, paid fast pass or Lightning Lane or Genie Plus? So I think like the majority of people, I'm not excited about it, but it's just because we are have gotten used to having fast passes for free for so long, which is you know, that was a great thing that Disney implemented. And well, let me ask you, think- so if we went back to the old system where you could get three fast passes a day, right? One in a tier, two in another tier on some parks and st- stuff like that. How would you feel about paying for extra after the third? Yeah, I would be okay with that. So what if you could get four or five fast passes a day with Genie Plus? Would you be okay with it? <laughs> yes see where you're going here <laughs> <laughs> you know like because that's what i'm telling like, like look if it's not the craziest busiest because there 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 is some asterisks here that disney you know in our training has has said and i'm like oh okay i see what's going on here um so let's talk about genie plus because this is one of that has an asterisk that i want to cover so it's an add-on service it is not required in any means it does like if you don't have Genie Plus, doesn't mean you can't ride the 45 attractions on the list. It just means you have to do a regular standby line. You can't go into the lightning lane. It's $15 per ticket per day. So if you have a child, you know, two or under who's free, they don't have, you don't have to pay 15 bucks for them. They can still lap sit on all some of these rides and stuff like that and go through the lightning lane with you. So it's $15 per ticket per day. That allows you access to light on lightning lane through the lightning lane, excuse me, to 45 attractions throughout the four theme parks. We will cover those in a minute. Um, so like the super old fast pass system, right? Remember you have to go to these kiosks and put in and print out a, a, a return time. That's ex- that's pretty much how it's going to work. You're going to go in the app. You're going to see as people are churning up the, the, the fast passes, it's going to bump every five minutes, you know, like the old school system. And so you get in that, you pick one at a time, much like the old system. And then once you use that fast pass, you can book another one. And when I say use it, I mean the first scan, right, in the queue. So while uh, this is the way the old MaxPass system worked at Disneyland, you would scan, like, and there's still like a little five-minute wait to ride Tower of Terror, right? And so while I'm in there, I'm booking my next FastPass. And I would get eight, nine, ten FastPasses a day. So I'm like, hey. And back then, it was $15 per person per day, and I got PhotoPass on top of it at Disneyland. I'm like, this is a freaking steal. You know, like, and so that's why I think Disneyland, even though it's $20 per person per day, they still add photo pass. I'm like, that's a better deal. I wish we could get that thrown into ours. I'll pay 20 bucks for that. But, um, but you can only book one attraction at a time. And here's the trick. Disney has come out and said that there is no max Genie Plus numbers per day. So there could be a ton of people at Walt Disney World. They can all have Genie Plus. And guess what? Everybody's trying to get four, five, six, seven fast passes a day. So if you don't get those early ones and keep just hitting that line, and your first fast pass is eleven o'clock in the morning instead of seven forty-five, 
everybody else is still getting other fast passes and and you might get stuck with just two or three or four you know or something like that and i think that's where it's gonna be fun because like that's your thanksgiving weeks your christmas weeks and i'm going thanksgiving week so i'm definitely gonna figure this out real fast <laughs> you know if, if i wasted my money because i will be purchasing genie plus for my family a four and we're going with some friends so there'll be seven of us which because you know big party busy week i definitely am thinking at least genie plus um to get through at least i can feel like I, i've accomplished something in a day even if i don't ride the big individual lightning lane attractions i still think i'm doing okay um so with that being said there are two ways to purchase genie plus um the first way is before you visit you can call us, right, Aaron or I, or any of the, any destination mouse agent or any authorized travel professional, and we can add it to your package that you've booked with us for the length of your stay. That's the only option we have as travel professionals. Um, so whatever your length of your ticket is, we can sell you Genie Plus for every day for everyone in, in your package. The other option is at the as the uh, ugh, boy, I am tongue tied. Same day of visit. Um, whenever you walk into the park or 7 a.m. if you're on-site guest or beginning of the park day if you're an off-site guest you can purchase genie plus for the day and book your first lightning lane pass um so aaron with that being said which like is genie plus for you which package is it the whole thing or a day-by-day thing or a not at all and what are your thoughts about this no like and and the the reason they say that, that they will not sell out of genie plus is because genie plus offers more than just the fast pass or the lightning lane system they have the the um the whole voiceover audio thing in there as well as the augmented reality snapchat filters if you will um so what are your thoughts on all this i think the first time that i go back to walt disney world i'm gonna do a day by day situation i don't think i would get the genie plus for every day but i definitely would get it a couple days just to a see what it's right. all about and just be you know to get the things done that i for sure want to get done and be able to have that right. um, and I, I think I, sh- I should say that if you book like if you do the whole before your visit add it to the whole ticket it is a commissionable purchase for us like there will be travel agents out there pushing this because they want to make extra money just you know but honestly, I want the best experience because I want you to book a second, third, fourth, fifth trip with me, not just milk you as all I can for the first. Um, but, you know, something you should know, you know, uh, the day by day stuff, we don't get a penny for because that's something you book while you're there. But if you did, you know, if you purchase the whole thing with your travel agent, that is something we make money off of. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I was going to ask for your trip for Thanksgiving. Are you going to do it for the entirety? Yeah, I think I am simply because I think it makes sense for as busy of a week that is. Cause I've yeah. been for Christmas week in the old days with the fast. And all I got done were my three fast passes. I didn't stand. I, it, the standbys were too crazy. So I think, you know, for Thanksgiving week, I anticipate a lot cause it's the first major holiday since the 50th anniversary. So I think a lot of people are going to be there. I don't think it's me as crazy as Magic Kingdom was on the 50th, on October 1st. But I don't, I don't, I don't want to miss out. You know, I want to feel accomplished because, I mean, it's not a cheap trip. And even though, you know, I'm going on a discount, but uh, I still don't, 
I don't want to hear my kids that daddy I'm bored and we can't ride anything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, well, I'm getting a dang lightning lane pass. We're going to do something. <laughs> uh, teacups, here we come, you know, <laughs> but right. whatever I can do. Uh, so that, that's my thought process on that. Now, something that I'm not decidant on on a Thanksgiving trip with my family is the individual lightning lane system. And I will tell you this, Genie Plus, light, individual lightning lane are completely separate. So you do not have to have Genie Plus to purchase the individual lightning lane attraction passes. Um, these, and, and in case you don't know, the individual lightning lane uh, attractions are a la carte. They're separate from Genie Plus. Um, and there's two attractions per park that are behind their own individual paywall, if you will. Um, pricing and availability will vary by date, which means the busy, like if the park tickets were expensive that day, guess what? Lightning lanes, you know, individual lightning lanes is going to be expensive that day, if available at all, which is interesting, interesting, you know? Um, so you be sure whenever you visit to check your, my Disney experience app on the day of your, your visit for current pricing and attraction availability. Uh, again, different if you're on or off-site guests. If you're on-site, you can purchase your your uh, individual Lightning Lane Pass at 7 a.m. And if you're off-site, when park opens. So, and that's why they say availability. You know, Thanksgiving week, if you're on-site and you want to ride Rise of the Resistance, you're probably going to buy it at 7 a.m. And by 9 a.m., it might be sold out for the day. So, it, it's it's tricky. It's interesting. Um it's it's purchasable only in the Disney Genie app or in the My Disney Experience app in the G Disney Genie service the day of. So again, nothing we can pre-book or pre-pay for. Um, and you're allowed a maximum of two attractions, two different attractions per day. So you can't buy one twice. Um, so you know, interesting there. So my, I, I, I it's not clear to me. So I'm not going to make a statement one way or the other, saying that you can buy two at 7 a.m. Or you have to buy one, ride it, and buy a second. I'm not sure what's going on there. I have, I've get, I'm getting mixed information, so I'm keeping my mouth shut there. But it's something I am looking into and I am curious about. Um, and the pricing that I'm seeing is these attractions are, again, per ticket, uh, between $7 and $15 based on availability, time of year, you know. So I think Thanksgiving week, it's going to be that 15 uh, I, I don't know if, you know, for example, Expedition Everest, which has been posting 15 minute wait times as of late is an individual lightning lane attraction. Even on Thanksgiving week, I don't think that thing should be $15 per person. <laughs> I'm not yeah. paying for it like for that. Right. Flight of passage, 15 bucks. I'll think about, it. I'm going to go try that test seat real good. Make sure I fit before I buy it. <laughs> but you know, I'll think about it. Uh, that, you know, it, I don't know. What do, what do you think about this part of the system? So for some of the rides, I definitely see the value for people, like for Rise of Resistance, absolutely. If you want to ride that, go by the Lightning Lane, get on the ride. But like you're saying, for Everest, that, that just doesn't make sense to me either. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about disney doing this in general like the idea of charging extra just for a couple of attractions here there. first off my first thought when i saw the list i was like oh there's a list of attractions and i thought there were gonna be 
on individual because <laughs> I thought they're gonna be like three or four in each park. I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be bad. And, you know, I'm gonna pay fifteen dollars per person per day, and I gotta pay like forty dollars per person to go ride two or three attractions. This is gonna be stupid, you know. Um, but honestly, I looked at the, the attractions. I'm like, you know, I can kind of get by not riding half of these. So <laughs> it's it's gonna be okay. I think we'll be all right. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw the list of attractions and. The list makes sense. I mean, aside from Everest, but like, you well, got there's really nothing else there. What are you going to do? Charge for the Nemo show? Like, <laughs> well, yeah. if they would have done that, I, I told, I told Melanie, I told my wife, whenever I saw the list, I'm like, man, I'm, I would have been greedier. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, I would have charged for Kilimanjaro safaris. I would have made every little kid. Pay for- <laughs> you know? I was like, I would have done it. I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. It just, it, it, it made sense and that's what i thought was coming it was flight of passage yeah. and like uh festival of the lion king or kilimanjaro safari i thought that's what was coming you know i was like oh they put everest thank god <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see we'll see if people even like if who's gonna pay for it because someone's gonna pay to skip everest it's just when yeah. and who and how often you know is, is gonna be the thing uh, I definitely think it's going to be like in the, I think they're going to lower the price of Everest. It's going to be like a seven, $8. I hope. That's but but also at the same time, you know, rumor is that it's, it's being refurbed right now. So maybe that Yeti is going to work again. Maybe they, like this is, you know, it's like the toll road. Like this is how we're going to pay to fix the Yeti. We're going to charge you to ride it. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I really, I, it's, it's interesting. So with that being said, we're going to go park by park. Mostly going to focus on the individual lightning lane attractions, but we will just tell you what are the Genie Plus attractions in each park so you can kind of get an idea. Uh, if, if you want to learn more, obviously you can visit Destination Mouse and um, in the next few days I will definitely have a link up there to the whole Genie service uh, page and stuff on, on Disney's website. So you can kind of read for yourself if you want to kind of dive deeper. Or you can just contact us and we will gladly talk you through it again if you need one-on-one. So, for Magic Kingdom, the individual Lightning Lane attractions are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain. Before we, we, we talk too much, I, I do want to preface, I didn't mention, you're allowed two individual Lightning Lane passes per day. They don't have to be in the same park. So, if you have a hopper, you can do Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and then hop over to Epcot and do one of those as well. If available, yada, yada. Again, I don't know if you can book two in the morning or if you have to book and ride one and then book a second. So with that being said, Magic Kingdom, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and Space Mountain. Are you paying for either of these? I would probably pay a lesser price for a Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, not like a $15, but I might pay like 7 or 8 but not for Space Mountain. Yeah, so funny thing about Logan, I don't fit on either of those attractions. So Logan's oh. not paying for either, but I'll pay for my kids. Like I'll pay for Melanie. She can go ride with one of the one or both of the kids. Here, go. You know, so I'm saving 25% right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, and then, uh, and also another thing I don't know is, does this work with rider swap, right? Like say you have a kid who's not tall enough to ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So the other three buy light, you know, individual lightning link passes. Can the can I rider swap with lightning lane and, you know, my kid can skip the line twice and ride it once with mom, once with dad, you know, can I dip that? It, Cause I know with fast pass back in the day, you could. So right. I assume you can with this, you know, so there are going to be some people who are going to use rider swap, but also 
there are going to be people be people who have the disability access service who honestly like if you only want to ride one of these guess what use your das on this you know and just come back later and don't pay for it and and so i you know obviously das is not something to be taken advantage of it's not a system to because god we don't want what happened a few years ago where they had to you know increase all of the 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 lines uh you know the the cues and stuff to make them handicap accessible because people were manipulating the system that that's not something i want to see done here but i mean if i am a family with a special needs person say with you know severe autism or something like that light individual lightning lane just makes no sense for me at all you know because i can just use das on one of these and come back at a later time and it's just not necessary in a lot of ways um, but I agree with you. If I did fit comfortably on Seven Doors Mine Train or Space Mountain, I'd probably pay for Seven Doors Mine Train um, and not do Space Mountain. So the Genie Plus Lightning Lane attractions are pretty much everything else I had a fast pass before back then. You know, so Big Thunder, uh, Space Ranger Spin, Dumbo, Haunted Mansion, Small World, Jungle Cruise, uh, the Teacups. Mickey's PhilharMagic, uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, Peter Pan's Flight, Pirates of the Caribbean, Splash Mountain, Barnstormer, Aladdin's Carpets, uh, Winnie the Pooh, uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, and Under the Sea, Journey of the Little Mermaid. So I have a fun question for you. Of these Genie Plus things, if you had Genie Plus for the day at Magic Kingdom, what's your first lightning lane? Like, Which attraction are you targeting first? Peter Pan. Yeah. By far, <laughs> just because you know what's fun. I've never done the standby queue in Peter Pan like since they updated it, where it's like interactive. I've never seen oh, it. We just did it this time. It's so good. It's worth the. Don't you tell me it's not worth. It's not worth the wait. It can't be. <laughs> it's so good. You gotta go through the standby lane. I'm. So I'm not doing a Thanksgiving week. I might do it the first week in November oh, yeah. when I'm by myself. I might. Okay. I might do that. There's no way I'm no, because uh, like I would wait for Big Thunder, I would wait for Splash, because those are the other ones, right? Big Thunder, Splash, are the other long waits. Uh, I don't see Enchanted Tales with Bell, which granted that's not back yet, but right. uh, rumors are it's coming back. Um, but I would expect that to be on there when it does come back. Um. Like, cause yeah, Haunted Mansion's a, a staple of mine. I, that can get over forty minutes at times, forty-five minutes. Jungle Cruise is another one that is notoriously long, and I never want to wait in that line, even though I love it. I think I have the script memorized at this point, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just I, there's no no reason to wait an hour for that. Um, Epcot, individual Lightning Lane selections, Frozen Ever After. And Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Let's talk about this because this is interesting. Uh, you're going to buy Remy's Ratatouille if you don't get a boarding pass, right? Like that's yeah. pretty much what it's going to be. If you don't get a boarding pass. But they're locking up Anna and Elsa behind a paywall. This is the first like true, well, I guess uh, Seven Dwarfs is there too. But I, I think this one's a pink tax, right? It's another, it's another <laughs> my pink tax thing here. Uh, I don't know. I've... Because, I mean, back in the day, right, the old FastPass system, Tier 1 was Frozen, uh, Test Track, or Soarin'. So I don't see myself, because now I can I can pay for one, and I can 
for, you know, Disney uh, Genie Plus, one of the others, and then possibly a second, right? Possibly getting fast passes for all of the the, the big three in Epcot. Uh, well, now four because we have Remy's, but um, I don't know how I would attack this. I, I think I would do, obviously, but here's the risk you do, right? Because to get a boarding pass at Remy's, it's at park open or so, or like 9 a.m. or something like that. Your fast passes could be, like your lightning lanes could be sold out by then. So you're kind of gambling. You know, yeah. so I don't know, I don't know what I would do here. Like if I would just buy it and not stress about trying to get a boarding pass. That's what I would do, especially in these early days of Remy. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be too unpredictable. Yeah. I would buy it. I think, yeah, I think for Thanksgiving, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to buy it. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be funny because i'm gonna have already have ridden it by then because when i go in november i know i'm guaranteed to ride it um and so i'm gonna i'm gonna be the guy like with my family like look it's not that great we don't need to spend this kind of money <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's sad but yeah, i'm gonna end up buying it it's what's gonna end up happening um because my <laughs> wife is, melanie's gonna be man we're riding this i'm like okay but then what's the first one you genie plus because genie plus is Disney and Pixar short film festival, Journey to <laughs> Imagination with Figment, Living with the Land, Mission Space, Soarin', Spaceship Earth, Test Track, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, and Turtle Talk with Crush. So which of the two are you picking? Because <laughs> to, to me, there's three. Because like, I love Mission yeah. Space. So, but I'm one um, of the very few who like that attraction. No, I can't do Mission Space and I can't do Soren, so I would do Test Track. Okay, so another curveball because I fully anticipate by the end of the 50th anniversary, there's going to be, uh, I think Frozen's going to get kicked off of this individual lightning lane and it's going to be the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Galactic Rewind. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be your paid for attraction there. Who knows, they might kick Re Remy's and keep Frozen on there. <laughs> who who knows at this point like there's no there's no way we can just guess and be right but Remy's gonna be. i well so i don't know if you listen to the podcast when i talk uh, with kirsten my sister whenever we talked about disney dining and stuff like that but uh you know she's been to disneyland paris and she loves running rubbing that in my face and she's like i've already ridden remy's i'm like okay <laughs> is it worth it like uh, you know she's like i don't know if i'd make a trip just for remy's but it's a fun ride um <laughs> But and, and that you know now that I think of it, what what about when Tron comes in Magic Kingdom? What are they gonna do? That I guess oh, space, space mountains going by. You know, like well, they, <laughs> I'm not gonna pay for Space Mountain. I'm just gonna wait till it's on Genie Plus. That's like like you know like we're doing movies now. I'm gonna wait till it's on Disney Plus. I'm gonna wait till it's on Genie Plus. <laughs> Get the line. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen, and I'm gonna laugh when when that's like a new <laughs> phrase. I'm gonna wait till it's on Genie Plus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm cracking myself up, y'all. Um, <laughs> Hollywood Studios. Individual lightning lane selections. I'm surprised by this one. I understand why they did it, but I'm surprised they did it because I would have done something different here. Individual lightning lane selections <laughs> is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway, Wear Away, and Star Wars Rise of Resistance. Rise of Resistance, we all knew was going to be on there. That's a given because they and I knew it's going to be the most expensive attraction. Like this one's going to be fifteen dollars every day, all day. I don't see it coming down. I'm surprised it's not twenty. To be perfectly honest with you, 
because some of the like they've kind of tested this out in Paris, and some of the stuff was like eighteen, nineteen dollars. It's like, oh yeah, Rise is gonna be twenty bucks, and I'm never gonna pay for it because honestly, I've ridden Rise so many times now. Even though I'm a Star Wars fan, I'm like, hey, I'm over it. It's it's cool, whatever. I, I prefer playing Millennium Falcon now. <laughs> Just I want to go control it. Like it'll be more fun. Because whenever we went in California, we got it every day, every day. Because no one was there. And we just, you know, it was no big deal. Like, And I don't know. I don't know. Um, so the Genie Plus uh, Lightning Lane selections are Alien Swing Saucers, Beauty and the Beast Live on Stage. Wait, didn't they get rid of that? Is it back? No, it's back. Okay. Logan doesn't pay attention. <laughs> uh, Disney Junior Dance Party. Uh, for the first time in forever, a frozen sing-along celebration. Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular. That's coming December 19, 2021. Uh, the Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Muppet Vision 3D. That's true. They never had fast... Like, they have a fast pass line for Millennium Falcon, but they never used it. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking out loud now. So, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run. Muppet Vision 3D. Rock and Roller Coaster. Slinky Dog Dash. Star Tours. And Tower of Terror. And Toy Story Midway Mania. Um... So, are you paying for either of the individual Lightning Lane selections of Runaway Railway? Ugh, I hate the name of this run. <laughs> runaway <laughs> Railway uh, and Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Um, I would probably pay for Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um, I've done Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's a really cute ride, but it's the same ride I'm, system as Ratatouille. <laughs> Yeah. I just want you to know it's the trackless Yeah, ride. no, I know that. <laughs> it's, it's so the, those kind of rides do kind of get to me a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, so I mean, because Rise, Rise for like for a third of the ride is also a trackless ride. So, you know, it's, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think if I'm paying for any, or if I'm re- recommending to a client who hasn't ridden any of these um, and they only want to pay for one, yeah, I would pay for Rise. Um, but... Honestly, I think this is the hardest park to figure out which Genie Plus I'm, you know, Lightning Lane Pass I'm picking first. Because obviously, the first one I pick is the one I'm guaranteeing myself I'm riding for that day. Like if it's Christmas between Christmas and New Year's, the busiest week of the year, and it's just packed, and I can guarantee myself one ride, right? I, I, I can guarantee I can, you know, book one Fast Pass on one of these or one Lightning Lane on one of these rides. Which is the first one? I'm going to have to go Slinky Dog. Okay. Just because I feel like that's going to be the first to go. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be the first to go. I think you're right there. Uh, and honestly, I would get chastised by my family if that wasn't the one I picked. Um, because it's <laughs> everyone's favorite except for myself and my daughters. Uh, we would totally say, well, Mom and Eli, y'all can go ride Slinky Dog. We're getting rock and roller coaster passes. We'll see y'all later. Um, <laughs> you know, so... To the person who picks Disney Junior Dance Party before Slinky Dog, take my word of advice. I don't know. Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run is another one that's going to go fast, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This one's going to be interesting. I'm going to be watching these now. Like, I'm like, who sold out first? (laughs) How fast is this going to go? And that's. That's going to be the new game for us, right? Obviously, Genie's going to have, like, the Genie service is going to have its own recommendations and stuff. But, you know, we're going to have those tips like, no, nah, don't listen to Genie. Get this, this, and this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because it's going to go. Uh, 
I don't care if the genie says it's going to be a 25 minute wait at eight o'clock. You're not going to be there by eight o'clock because you're going to have ridden it and you're going to be gone. You know, that's, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Um, and lastly, the least dense park, right? The least amount of attractions is animal kingdom. Uh, like we talked about a little bit earlier. So the individual lightning lane selections are avatar flight of passage and expedition Everest, the legend of the forbidden mountain. Um, I do think Avatar is worth the money. Another, another attraction. I've never been through the standby queue. Like I know there's an animatronic underwater in that thing. Never seen it. I've always fast passed it. I've been that guy, right? I've always had a fast pass for it uh, because I always put it as my last day in the park so I can book the fast pass before everyone else. Um, but yeah, I've never. I want to. I I want to do the standby queue there at one point because I want to see. You know, they say it's amazing, but I do believe that's worth the money. Um, Expedition Everest, although it, this is probably, it's probably my favorite roller coaster at Disney World as of right now. Um, obviously, Tron and Guardians is going to come and change my mind, um, but I have, I have to watch the wait times. I want to see if what happens, because if, if people are buying fast passes for Everest, and the wait time goes to like 45 minutes to an hour when it's been at 15 to 30 minutes. I'm going to be like, y'all are wasting my time. <laughs> Stop buying this stuff. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah. What do you think? Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah. I'm, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier. I don't, I wouldn't pay for Everest, but like you're saying, it'll be interesting to see if this does cause the wait time to rise on that right and i know like in our communication between us and, and the other agents you know we we're having the other day when all this news broke it's like who's gonna pay for this i'm like we have so many people willing to pay six thousand dollars to stay two nights in a star wars hotel fifteen dollars a hit people are gonna buy this and people are gonna buy every like you know the people who want to act like they're on the, you know the disney vip service but can't afford it are gonna buy every single one of these it's gonna happen somebody's gonna buy everest somebody's gonna buy space mountain somebody's gonna buy mickey and minnie's runaway wear away it it's inevitable and it's gonna and when i'm at the park it's just gonna infuriate me i know it i'm gonna be grumpy but whatever all right so genie plus celebration of the festival of the lion king man they pick some long names for these attractions the more i read them uh dinosaur feathered friends in flight it's Tough to Be a Bug, Kali River Rapids, Kilimanjaro Safari, Navi River Journey, The Animation Experience, which is way out at the Rafiki's Planet Watch, right? That's where they put that. Yeah. It used to be in Hollywood Studios where it belonged. Um, I have opinions, people. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, what's... There's, there's one. Yeah. <laughs> two two at best. Two at best. If you, if you, yeah, I was gonna say, if you want a good seat at Celebration of the Lion King, yeah. <laughs> but right. no, there's one. Kilimanjaro, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing: you don't get to pick your time, right? It's not like the old fast passes where we get to pick what time of day. You pick what's the next available. That's it. Uh, it's like the old system, right? So, my first one might be it's well, Animal Kingdom was at eight. It'll be like eight thirty. When there's a 15 minute wait for that attraction anyway at that time, so it it's gonna be this is gonna be fun to watch to me. I don't know about you, uh, I, 
I the more I think about it, the more potential issues I see happening. Uh, and I, it's a social experiment, right? And I just I want to <laughs> see what happens. It's mind boggling to me. It's gonna be interesting the first couple days. First couple days. No, wait. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> Thanksgiving week, the week I go. Right, the first major holiday with this system in place. I am going to be a guinea pig in this experiment. Man, this is going to be fun. Cuz like it's it's a psych- like it's like playing poker. Like you have to figure out what everyone else is going to do before you figure out what <laughs> you're going to do. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And after, you know, you have to manage all this with dining reservations and I, honestly this could not have the more I think about it, there's no way this genie plus system and individual lightning lane could work without the baseline genie right you have to have the app to tell you what to do in the midst of all this other stuff because disney as we all know can be quite overwhelming the old school way right with us booking dining and fast passes and stuff this just you know adds adds calculus to it right (laughs) now now you have to have an advanced math degree to go to disney oh wait we (laughs) built an algorithm to do that for you it you know that's at least right now, right? Because this is all in our heads. We're all hyping this up, and we're all probably making it worse than it needs to be. And it's all going to be fine, but we're all sitting here complaining about it anyway. Um, I am getting a, becoming a cantankerous old Disney fan is what's happening. <laughs> Back in my day, I had paper fast passes. <laughs> this is what's happening. This is it's it's happening. Um, I don't know. It. What's your take on all that now that we've just gotten it all out there and we kind of know what's what's going on what do you think i'm excited for the genie system like i'm not excited to pay for it like i said but i'm excited for it i'm interested to see what it tells me to do (laughs) since yeah as an agent i'm i'm very hopeful it works because it'll make my job a lot easier right helping people like because you know (laughs) we we see hundreds of people a year and we send them on disney vacations and honestly if a computer can do it for us you know, because we I, obviously we pay for uh, a computer system to help us at, at automates emailing clients and things like that to make our lives easier. But if they can e- automate the process while the client's at the park, yes, please, yes, 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 yes. But as the fan who's going to pay for it, I kind of <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> you know, like it's it's like I, I I like it as an agent. Not sure I like it as a client. It, it's it's I don't know. I'm I'm torn. I'm I'm torn. It's going to be great. It's going to be yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm excited it's, for it. I'm, oh, I'm ex- uh, Don't get me wrong. I'm anticipating it greatly because it's going to be a great success or a massive failure. And I just don't know which one it's going to be right now. I hope it's a great success. I really do. Because honestly, like I said, Max Pass was great. It, it was honestly my biggest problem with the Genie Plus part is that not everything's in it. You know, I wish they were, honestly, I would prefer charge me 25 bucks per person per day. Give me the two individual lightning link stuff in the package and throw in, uh, throw in the memory maker. Just toss that in, be done with it. I'll pay it every time. And you can even make it mandatory. Like everyone has to get it. I'd be fine with it, you know, but uh, this is, it's overwhelming in the fact that it's going to confuse a lot of people. We're, we're going to be answering so many questions on why can't I get this one? 
or wait, what do you mean that one cost me? I told you this like six months ago, people, you know, like it's, that's, what's going to infuriate me probably more than paying for it myself and going to the park is having to repeat myself to everyone. Cause it's going to be, confu- it's confusing. And there has it to is, be a way to, it's, it, sure. there has to be, a, I, and don't get me wrong. It is simple, right? Two attractions per park, which I'm, I'm grateful for at this point, but cause it could be much worse. It could be way worse. But man, I don't, I don't like having to, it, and, and it's our job, right? Was curbing expectations and educating the, because it's going to be confusing because it's going to have, like, they are going to have to do it at the parks in real time. You know, it's not something we can do for them in advance anymore. We can set it up and show them like, oh, this is all great. Here's your park day. This is what you're going to do. And this little app's going to tell you what to do on this. And they're going to, what do I have to do? <sighs> You know, like calling me because they're in the Eastern time zone at six in the morning, you know, trying to make a freaking, you know, lightning lane purchase. <laughs> like, look, here's what you got to do. You know, I, I, I see myself, I need to figure out how to record my iPhone screen so I can just like record what I do when I go and like, this is what you got to do. Yes. And then they're going to change it. And somebody's going to do it better than me on YouTube. And I'm like, why'd I do this anyway? <laughs> <laughs> but such is life. So, with that being said, guys, uh, that was a lot of info to unpack, and I don't think I, I cleared anything up for anyone. I may have made everyone more confused, and I'm sorry. Uh, I hope it at least helps you guys determine which level of Disney Genie service is right for you, even if it's not at all, um, for your next trip to uh, Walt Disney World. But like I said, as always, until next time, we'll see you real soon. <laughs>